You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. And uh, we're still Georgia fans. Sure. Uh, we're, we're still here. Uh, Look, we're still if, that, fans. If, if that game's going to knock you off from being yeah. a Georgia fan, oh, gosh. you are soft. All right, you didn't you didn't belong here. You didn't belong here to begin with. No, that's that's you can't handle that. If you can't handle a regular season week four loss to Alabama, then I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Daniel and I are going to have some more takes based upon the game. We have some more meat on the bone. We don't have a look ahead game because it's bye week this week. Unexpected bye week. We changed our game uh, to the thirty first instead of this weekend being and the bye week before Florida. Uh, hopefully Florida plays a game before us. Who knows if they will? I don't really care. Whatever. Uh, Whatever. because we, we gotta win out. So come what we, may, I don't, we, I don't care at this point. We'll just win all the rest of the games and that's then what we have to do. Everything will be fine. Uh, he is Daniel. I am Clint. Welcome, Locked On Bulldogs. Your team every day on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, Daniel and I started this podcast for fans by fans because quite frankly, when, when good things happen, we wanted to share and joy with each other. And when bad things happened, we suck at feelings. And so we just decided, well, how about we just scream into a microphone about them? That, yeah, our, our wife said, stop talking to us about this. I Please don't care. direct <laughs> your anger and attention elsewhere. And so we paid for these microphones. And here we are. Uh... Thanks for being here, though. We uh, greatly appreciate it. If you're looking for insider and guru takes on uh, that game, I'm sure that you'll be able to find them elsewhere. Uh, we're Georgia fans, and we don't pretend to be anything else. We assume you're a Georgia fan as well. Um, uh, so thanks for being here. If you're new to the podcast, just subscribe to the show. That's all we ask. We're here five days a week, and subscribing helps us out a lot. It makes sure that the, the episodes get downloaded to the device of your choice each and every day, which is helpful in the podcasting world if that happens. If you like the show, if you've been around and you've uh, listened to some episodes and you enjoy it, you could really help us out just by leaving us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast listening platform is your chosen one uh those things help us out a tremendous amount as well and uh as always we would love to hear from you uh i'm sure you have thoughts i'm sure you have opinions i'm sure you have takes that relate to our takes and so hit us up at dogs podcast on twitter or locked on bulldogs at gmail.com we get a bunch of emails and uh and so we appreciate them all we do read them we don't get a chance to reply to all of them um, some of your takes we agree with, some of your takes we disagree with, but uh, but we're Georgia fans, so what else would you expect? Uh, okay, we got some of the guttural first mm-hmm. impressions out of the way yesterday. Um, the game sucked. The refs were terrible. It sure. wasn't their fault that we lost. We learned that both the offense and the defense were disappointing, uh, which I guess... We, Which, we left out Podrigo, who, I mean, uh, probably a meaningless field goal, but to miss that field goal really just felt like getting kicked in the nuts right at the end of... It'd be like you just went 10 rounds with Mike Tyson 
and <laughs> and then at the end he bit your ear off. Like that's what that Padrigo after, after winning the whole time, like beating yeah. you down. No, 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 just beating you to a pulp. And then at the end he bit your ear off. And he had to lean was... down. He had to get on the knee yeah. to do so. Um, no, that's actually. Uh, you know what? Uh, we didn't talk. Um, the shining example that is Jake Camarda. Jake Camarda, we don't deserve you. I don't know what no. more to say about you. We don't deserve you. Kiaris Jackson returning kickoffs. Yes, please. I'm here All for it. Give Kiaris Jackson the ball. Uh, Put whatever jersey numbers you want on him. Oh, I don't care. What, we're going to run out there in 99? That's fine. Just get him. <laughs> Put the ball in his hands. Uh, yeah, so we got some we got some thoughts and feelings out of the way. Um, so where do you want to start today? We got to start with quarterback. We got to start talking about Stetson, Daniel. And here's my take. And Okay. Look, after hearing you talk, you're right. Two things can be true. We can. There's a possibility of doing so. It's just going to be a Mount Everest. It's like climbing Mount Everest with gear from 1950. Can it be done? Sure. sure you can do that. Is your likelihood of dying higher? Yes, it is. This is a perfect analogy so far, just to be clear. Okay. This, this checks out in every single way. Absolutely. So why not go ahead and get yourself the Gore-Tex, the new mm-hmm. technology okay, that's yeah. going to make it easier on you to climb Mount Everest and get to the heights that you want to? Why would you Why would you be clunking around old gear? And I get it. You can do it. Good story and all that. Uh, it's like it's like Friday Night Lights with Matt Saracen is what it's really like. Okay. Hmm. This mm-hmm. is Stetson Bennett. Matt Saracen. Yeah. You know, that's that's the feel we get from it's, this. It's a good feeling. It's a great story. Um, it, it might be some time of y'all, to see what, some of what y'all JT acting Daniels like, can throw. Some of y'all acting like you saw JT Daniels play a bunch of football games already. I, I was just going to say, when what? you say five-star, hold up on the five-star. Georgia okay? fans, let me just, can I just for a minute? May I? Please. For a minute. You have the floor. Georgia fans care more about star ratings than any group of people I've ever met cares about anything in the world, Clint. Um, we had more star ratings than Alabama this this weekend. Do you know that? Oh, you know, you, oh I know that. Okay. Um, star ratings are nice. And I agree, on average, five-star be- players are better than three-star players, Clint. That's... It, we're fine with that. We want good players and whatever. But but at the end of the day, the player that's able to play the best right now, I just maybe Kirby Smart is rolling out the same guy because it feels good to him. Maybe Kirby Smart is I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do nope. it. Oh, oh no. Maybe uh, just brace yourself. Maybe Kirby Smart is the Brian Snitker of uh of College football. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> and, may, and maybe, we, apologies if you're not a Braves fan. Tease and peace. Actually, tease and peace if you. you are a Braves fan. <laughs> Kudos to you if you're not a Braves fan. Uh, <laughs> maybe Kirk, Kirby Smart is just rolling out the guy that he likes the best, which is what some of you are accusing him of doing. That's what you're maybe saying. Maybe that's what he's doing. I don't think you like winning as much as Kirby Smart likes winning. Did you see the interview where he said, name things about Kirby Smart, and he repeated the same two things for like four minutes? Look, 
I just don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy that he's not doing everything that he believes is giving us the very best chance to win. And so could JT Daniels or, God, let's go back to Dewan Mathis, what some of y'all want, whatever. Could JT Daniels or Dewan Mathis improve this team if they come in? Absolutely. Just like Stetson Bennett improved this team dramatically when he came in. Of course they could. But do they give us the best chance to win? I don't know. We don't know. We don't know the answer to that question. Yes. Uh, the quarterback play is not good enough, though, Correct. to win. So either we need to figure out a way to start cut blocking defensive linemen so that, so that Stetson can throw over the middle again because it looks like he may never complete a pass over the middle again. By the way, because the recipe he, to beat Stetson from here on out is given if he to every team. If he doesn't lob the ball – then it does not clear the line of scrimmage. So he either needs we a need trebuchet to, to get trajectory on <laughs> Correct. that Correct. Correct. Either we get him a sling, a la David from the Old Testament, Correct. or uh, we cut block the defensive lineman, a la Georgia Tech, both of which are ridiculous propositions. I don't like uh, either option. No, neither option is good. But the quarterback play is not good enough. So maybe JT Daniels is the answer. Maybe Dewan Mathis is the answer. Maybe an improved game plan or improved play calling for Stetson Bennett is the answer. Oh, I, quite frankly, I don't know. But and that's the point. I, but I, I do know the quarterback play sucked on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Stetson Bennett, if, if we're going to be honest, he was riding what felt like an all-time heater – on third downs going into halftime. Okay? He in the first two full games that he played, it seemed like repeatedly there was miss on first down, miss on second down, but somehow Clint, he pulled that Bail third out. down out yeah. of his behind from somewhere. And in the first half, it was more of the same. He was finding people on third down and you were starting to feel like this kid is just magic, but magic, it turns out, is not real. Neither is uh, Juju. Neither is uh, Jinx, uh, Jinx. Juju Smith-Schuster, by the way, for you. Is a real person. He is a real person, even though with a name like that, you realize there's an NFL football player named Haha and Juju. Those are two <laughs> real, and they want to be taken seriously as a league. This is real. They want you to take them seriously, and yet week in and week out, they trot out men named Ha Ha and Juju. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't. Teas and peace to Mrs. Schuster. <laughs> Thank you Mrs. for listening. Thank you for listening to the pod. Uh, look, I don't. Stetson. It turns out not magic. It just turns out he was probably getting kind of fortunate and that luck ran out something fierce uh in the second half of that alabama game oh yeah it was not good clint it's not good enough no No, it's not good enough uh daniel what is good enough is rockauto.com did you know that rockauto.com you know it i know it 2005 hot odyssey is gone 2002 toyota camry is here in our garage and it is doing wonderful things it's doing wonderful things because of rockauto.com we get all the parts that this car will ever need and your car will ever need, whatever it is. You go on rockauto.com, you search their database, they're going to give you the right part, 
at the right price every single time. It's going to come straight to your door. You don't got to go down to the parts department at the local Walmart, which mm-hmm. good golly, why are you doing that? Just like, what? look, what you already, that? you already are painful enough in life. You're a Georgia fan. You don't need more. Get At out least of that before you go in there, call somebody and let them know where you're going, so that somebody has a has has some where's, details where's about your, your whereabouts. Your GPS location. Ping I'm me serious. That location Don't turn that now. thing off. Don't turn uh, that thing off. Go to rockauto.com. Let them know that we sent you. For putting locked on in the comment section. Help us out a lot. Help you out a lot because you're going to get great part at the right price for everything your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. But Daniel, I'll tell, me- I'll tell you something else, Clint. Is sometimes you're out there fixing your car. Mm-hmm. You, you're taking a moment. The world moves fast. You've got a million responsibilities. You've got a hundred things on your plate. You've got stuff coming up this uh, this week. You've got stuff coming up this weekend. It's a bye week, so guess what that means? There is one million projects around the house that you're going to need to get done, and this is your only Saturday to do that. Sometimes you just need a moment to chill and when you need a moment to chill there is only one beer that is literally made to chill and that is Coors Light uh Clint Coors Light uh it is Rocky Mountain cold refreshment it is cold lagered cold filtered cold packaged and it is literally made to chill it is as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies no matter what sport you are watching no matter what is on the television uh the only beer to go to when you need to chill is Coors Light so when you want to hit the reset button when you want the beer that's made to chill reach for the one that we reach for and that is Coors Light you can get Coors Light in its new look and you don't even have to go to the parts department of Walmart to do that, Clint. Or And by parts, I mean beer in this case. You don't have to go there because you can get it delivered straight to your door, Clint. Beer delivery is a thing. 2020 has not had a lot of things go right. 2020, I'm just going to say it. Come on. We lost Alabama and also a global pandemic. In that order, I think. Those are the yeah, things that have gone wrong correct. in 2020. But something that's gone right is you can now get Coors Light delivered straight to your door if you go to get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Light Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, Daniel. So quarterback situation we have said needs to get better. It was not up to par. If we want to move forward, it's going to have to be a change either in game plan uh, or in personnel. So I ask you this. This is correct. Go ahead. That we agree with. Is there anything else on the field, personnel-wise, that you think needs to change with this Georgia team? Personnel-wise, I'm fine with the personnel that's being trotted out there with the exception of the quarterback. I think I'm fine with it. Running back... Zamir White looked great. Came he, hey, back, came back and looked great. But guess what? So did Kendall Milton. And so did James Cook. And so did Kenny McIntosh while he was out there. Uh so running backs, tight ends, offensive line played great. Offensive line was fantastic. Wide receivers, we've already talked about Trey Burton. Jermaine Burton. There you go. (laughs) I'm going to do it for the rest of his career. (laughs) We've already talked about Jermaine Burton. 
you you have to give the kid a pass. He's a true freshman. No, I I don't. He I don't. He, have he dropped to. a f- he dropped a few. He had a great touchdown catch though uh, in traffic. Was a really great throw by the way, Stetson it Bennett, was. and uh, a great catch by Jermaine Burton. Uh, Jermaine Burton's a problem for people. All right. <clears throat> Do you know who's he, not he a problem? Be. Do you know who's not a problem for people? Demetrius Robertson, Clint. No. Demetrius Robertson, not good at football. Hey, Georgia fans. Do you remember yeah. that thing I said that one time about how you care more about star ratings than any there other thing? And the, there we go. Demetrius Robertson called, and he said, don't care so much. The people at Rivals are smart, but they're not that smart. This man out here trying to put a new jersey on so that people don't even know who he is. <laughs> don't even know who he is. Us, because Jermaine Burton just came in and said, I'll take all your minutes. That's all right. of them. All That's of right. them minutes. And yeah. uh, no, I'm fine with the rotation. Look, you guys can bemoan about the running back situation, but truly and honestly, the way in which you go ahead and pop these these big plays, these gashes by keeping them fresh, and yeah, uh, Kendall Milton is going to be a problem for a lot of people. Daniel and I are very high on him. We're calling him Baby Chubb. It's not even close. This guy's skill level is insane. Zeus looked good. I had to admit that. He was hitting uh, the hole, the creases fast. He was putting his head down. He was falling forward. Bounced outside a couple times. Uh, yeah, that's right. When it was when it was all blockade up, he just went ahead and outside the tackle. It was great. Uh, here's my problem, and I, I don't. I, I think maybe possibly you talked about Kirby being the snicker of college football. I don't know what blind spot. This coaching staff has to who exactly Richard LeCount is. Oh no! But the, that blind spot is more than I can handle. Daniel. We don't have to go there, Trevor. I have to. I All right, have Trevor. to. Cover your ears, must. Trevor. Okay. Richard this LeCount. Is, this is one of the best we have in our league, according to Gary. Danielson. According to Gary Danielson, Gary said, "There's there's no one that covers greater than Richard LeCount." No. Oh, okay. No, Gary. No. No, Gary. No, Gary. Okay. There's no one that tackles better than Richard LeCount. No, well, Gary. He's, his name is Louis Seen, and he's mm-hmm. on our team, and he's yep. the best tackler in the secondary we have. So, mm-hmm. and it's Glad you said in the secondary close. just then. Yeah. But, well, yeah. I, come on now. Monty Rice still over there, okay? Monty Rice still over there. <laughs> um, look, Richard LeCount, I have a problem with how we utilize him. And I have a problem with him being the deepest of the deepest. I don't know exactly what we're doing with him and what the blind spot is, but Daniel, that it's not it. It's not it at all. Well, Mark I Webb, we could... I got a problem yeah. with Mark Webb back there in the secondary. Huge problem with him. I do have a problem with Mark. Mark Webb did look soft in this game. I did not. I did not love what I got out of Mark Webb. I do need to clarify. I, I do think there was some defensive scheming issues. I, I mean, I, I think. You know, you just got to call it what it was. I think Steve Sarkeesian outcoached Dan Lanning in this game. And if you don't 100%. believe that, then you didn't watch the game. But, like, it's fine. I still like – if you said you're drafting a team, you get to choose either Steve Sarkeesian or Dan Lanning, I still take Dan Lanning. You understand? Every time. Every time. That's not what we're saying. We're not saying he's a better coach, but we are saying he outcoached him in this game. Um, and I, I do want to clarify the point, uh, that I made yesterday and maybe I'll do that coming up right after this.
Some clarity, Daniel. Some, I'm going to bring some clarity to the situation. I, I said I was most disappointed in the defense. Um, this defense let us down on Saturday, and I do agree with that. Now, I want to I want to clarify. Uh, this is still the best defense in the country. There you and go. And I 100% believe that. I 100% believe that this defense is the best defense in the country. I just don't think... Right now, certainly not in that game, we played well enough to beat Alabama. Uh, certainly we didn't in that game. I don't know that this defense has what it takes to beat Alabama after watching that game. And and, and this is where I think I want to bring up the Auburn game of 2017. Because a lot of people talking about the Auburn game of 2017, right? Oh, yeah. We got... We didn't get beaten. Smoked. We got smoked in that game. The defense gave up one million points, and we didn't score to Gus any. Malzon. It was ugly as ugly could ever get. Um, it was on the road. It was against Auburn. We got a rematch in the SC Championship game. How the defense do that day? Oh. How they look that day? Oh, we showed up. We they showed up a little bit. So, I don't think that this is that situation, Clint. And, and no. I'm, I'm trying not to just be the downer Georgia fan, but I'm also trying to be realistic. I do not think that this situation is that situation because that Auburn team was, I don't know how to say it. They were so hot and cold. They were yeah. so able to catch fire and able to lay an egg that those kinds of performances were not unheard of. They beat us. They beat Alabama the following week. And then we came and smoked them. They were not one of the five best teams in the country. Plain and simple. They played two amazing games at home that year, but they were not one of the five best teams in the country that year. That's right. This Alabama team is the best team in the country. This year, that was not a fluke. What just happened on Saturday night? No, that was who they are, and we are going to have to get a lot better before we have a chance to even remotely slow them down. We're either going to have to get a lot better on offense and be able to score 45 or more points, or we're going to have to get a lot better on defense in order to hold them to a number even like 28 right, or something where we give ourselves a chance to win. Daniel, you made a comment, uh, and I'm not going to say so on this podcast because I don't you – know, who, who knows who's listening to this? Uh, Look, my, yeah, moms could be listening. We're not – that's not the smoke <laughs> we're going for here. Uh, you made the comment uh, that we have a personnel decision on offense that when this person comes into the game, we know it's going to be a run. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yep. Dan Lanning has a tell that when he's about to send a corner, Steve Sarkeesian knew about it and blocked it perfectly where a tackle was going to go ahead and block Eric Stokes or whoever was coming. And we were going to throw into the blitz. Like the four times we ran a corner blitz, Steve knew it was coming. So there's a tell that Dan has in his play calling. All right. It's, it's analytical. He can quantify it. He can go ahead and chart it. 
that's the that's the getting better on those sorts of things. So again, on, on coaching standpoint, you're absolutely right. Steve outcoached Dan this game. To get better, you have to change those little things. It's it's not just coaching them up on technique, on how to get around a, a speed rush on a tackle. It is going ahead and changing up your game plan to match them. And when you get better at that, couldn't agree more. Uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see the rest of the year how good we get quickly because we need to get there in a hurry by. By three weeks from now, Daniel, here's what we have figured out. We have to figure out who our quarterback is for the rest of the season. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Okay. Sure. We have to know who that that we can go against juggernauts and take them down on defense. If we're going to head into the SEC play final stretch of the season last month, look into that that SEC championship. And, and we go have ahead. to have... We have to have that O-line rotation on lockdown. I think we're starting to get it. I think they're gelling, but but it has to be definitive. No question about it. Yeah, I'm uh <clears throat> there's just there's not a game on the rest of the schedule that worries me. Like at all in terms of the regular season. And just don't don't forget the score at halftime. Clint, don't forget this game got out of hand. It got out of hand. Right. Uh and two second half interceptions led to it getting out of hand. Okay? But <sighs> But don't forget the the games previous. And don't forget that, that I mean, I guess I think Florida's better than Arkansas. Who knows? I guess. Florida doesn't scare me whatsoever. I'm just not scared at all. I said it before. Stetson Bennett. You want to run Carson Beck out there for a first career start? That's fine. We'll still beat Florida. Dan Mullen's not going to be jogging. You want, I mean, you want a guarantee. You want a 35 point guarantee. Dan Mullen ain't scoring 35 points against this defense. I, I promise you that. I promise you. Promise you, my, that my boy over office. here just doubling down. Oh yeah, you go. Come on now, come on. Look, I I'm gonna sit here and tell you right now. There's not a game left on the schedule that even remotely scares me, and there is not one chance in my in my heart and my mind that this team has a prayer to beat Alabama in the SEC championship game. <laughs> So that, that's how I feel right now going into the rest of the season. It's a very typical feeling. It's a feeling I'm very used to. And it's a feeling I, I loathe with every fiber of my being. But the what you're also saying that, is that nothing can change that feeling based upon the games that we have until we play Alabama again. Yeah, I mean, maybe just forgetfulness by the SEC <laughs> championship game and just rampant fandom. By that point, I will have worked myself into a lather. And like... Sure. I'm, I'm predicting that that's what's going to happen. So listen, sure. like this is me on the podcast on October the 20th telling you that intern intern Michael, go ahead and, and time jot it this. down. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> the, by that time, I will probably say. But it, I'm telling you, we're going to win the rest of the games on our schedule. And there's no, we're just. I don't think we're going to beat this Alabama team in the SC Championship game. And so. That's it. That's how. That's how. That's how I feel at this point, and it's just going to be one of those. We're the second best team in the SEC. Yay for us! 
just like so many years. Hey, come back tomorrow for more content like that. I mean, look, if you wanted something different than that, you should have cheered for a better football team. I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, that's just, that is who we are. This is just, you know what? PayPal me for my own counseling. This is what I can deal with. Like, this this is. Look, Clint, I was a Georgia fan by birth. Clint made a choice. You, You understand what I'm saying? Look, I'm the, I'm the, who, who chooses this? Like some, some of, of us are born this way. But Stetson like you, didn't have a choice of who to you play for. You walked into this. You I walked I, into this. Eyes wide open, seeing everything. Yeah. Uh, hey, come back tomorrow on Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, five days a week. We will see you guys then. See ya.